Well, the Eagles have done it. They've made their move to go get their franchise quarterback. It is the return of the Philly Fan Life podcast here with Jack Fritz, the founder himself, Nick Miller, across the way. Nick, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, man. It's been a long overdue. We've been trying to get this together for a long time. I'm glad that we finally have this chance, and I'm pumped to talk some uh, Eagles football. Yes, the news broke yesterday around like 155-ish or 150 in the afternoon. I think I saw like Jeff McClain was the first one to really break it, um, and it was a, stun- a stunner. I, I don't know about your first reaction, but when I first heard it come down, my chest immediately just started hurting badly. Uh, I, I it, it it's been I feel like it was been rumored for like two years that they want to go get their franchise quarterback, and yesterday it finally happened. Uh, I immediately called you, and what was your first reaction? Yeah, well, I got the call, and I didn't believe you at first. You say, what did you say? They did it. I don't think I actually said any words. You didn't say It was words. just heavy breathing. It was heavy breathing, and I think it was a, they did it. And I was in the middle of preparing a speech, so I had no idea what you were talking about. Uh, first thing I did was go to Schefter to see just exactly what the trade was. Yep. Then, of course, I turned into 97.5, our boys over there at the Fanatic. But overall, I'm looking back at it now. They did what they needed to do. They made the trade. Um Howie and Doug are going to get their guys, so good start for the good start for the Peterson uh, campaign here. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, uh, Bradford or or if they move him, Daniel can kind of be the the Doug Peterson of this era, and uh, you know, groom Carson Wentz into a future franchise quarterback. I know you want to move Bradford, but I'm cool with him staying. I'm cool with him uh, leading the birds this year. I know it's going to be a tough spot. I mean, he's going to have to go through training camp, go through preseason. Knowing that he's not the future. Yeah, knowing in the back of his mind that Carson Wentz is there just waiting to get a chance. He knows that Chase Daniel's there. He knows the system. It's going to be tough for Bradford, but I think he's going to go out. I think he's going to try and prove something to the league and to this organization, and that's going to be good uh, competition throughout the uh, whole quarterback position. I really hope if they do keep him, that he does go out and kill it because then at the end they can just trade him and that only increases his trade value and maybe they can get some picks back that they gave up in the Wentz deal. Um, But, yeah, I'm from the camp where, sure, Howie can come out yesterday. And, by the way, Snarky Howie is my favorite Howie. That was hilarious yesterday. And uh, uh, if they're going to get any sort of pick, like a second or third round pick for Bradford from Denver or the Jets – I don't understand why they would turn that down, because you lost picks yesterday. Um, you have I would have no problem starting Daniel for six games if Wentz looks the part. He looks like he's adjusting well to the NFL. Throw him in there. Uh, I don't think he has to sit the full season. Just like I don't know if you can play, you can play is my kind of philosophy with yeah. the whole thing. I hear. I think that they want to keep Bradford in there to have this season go because we're not going to have a first-round pick next year. So I think this team wants to compete right now. They want to take a shot at winning this division, which they easily – not easily, but they definitely can win this division this year. Once again, it's going to be a bunch of teams around 500 trying to compete. I think Bradford is going to be able to uh, adjust really well to this uh, new system with Doug Peterson. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. Daniels is going to help him out a lot, like I've been saying. But – we're going to see what happens with Wentz, and I hope, and I hope to God that Sam Bradford can figure this system out, and I hope that he can uh, be successful for us. It really doesn't seem like that complicated of a system. I mean, it's not. I mean, going from Chip's system to this doesn't seem that crazy. Plus, Bradford's kind of used to it. 
Uh, it's like a more of a pro-style offense that's what he played in uh, St. Louis. So I don't think he's have too much of a hard time adjusting to um, the, the Doug Peterson system. But I agree with you. It's nice having Daniel there as like a, a little bridge to Bradford and Wentz and kind of getting them into the system. And I'll tell you what. I don't know about you, but I think the Cowboys are so stupid for not doing anything to try to move up and get a quarterback. Because Romo, happy 36th birthday today, by the way. Yeah. He's, what, one hit away from his career being over? Yeah. And who's their backup? Is it still Weedon? I have no – no, <laughs> Weedon's gone, man. I don't know. It's just like – it's just like this is a – the Cowboys probably won't be in a top five position again. No. And for a little while. And now Romo's on his deathbed. Uh, and they're just not going to go get a quarterback when there's two right there sitting for him. I don't know. I thought they would have made more of a play to go up and get a quarterback. And I think this is why the Eagles kind of did this move at, the, at this time. Because if you look around the NFC East, Eli's, what, 35? 35. 35. Romo's 36. Uh, Kirk, he's Kirk. Yeah, Kirk's young. But he's younger. He's on a one-year deal, so who knows how long he's going to be. He's on a short term just like Bradford is. So they go and get their quarterback of the future and kind of set themselves apart from the other teams in the NFC East, which I like. Yeah, really set them apart, set the stuff apart uh, from everybody in the NFL, really. Uh, you look at the Chargers, they're getting older. They have the third pick. Phillip Rivers gets banged up every year. You never know. And none of these teams are going to take a quarterback. Right. Tom Brady, he's getting older. The whole Ben Roethlisberger, he's 34. All these guys are getting older. And the Eagles took a shot, and they got younger. So it's great to see. And hopefully he's the quarterback for the next decade with, you know, the Mariotas of the world. Goff, still love Goff. Yep, Bortles. Bortles. Winston. Jameis. So hopefully Wentz can be kind of in that category. Would you – Would you? I've seen a lot of comparisons between uh, Bortles and Wentz and kind of Bortles – or uh, Wentz and Roethlisberger, which I don't think he's Roethlisberger. But would you take Bortles? Yes. If, if Wentz turns into Bortles. Yeah. I think he's smarter than Bortles. I was I was going to ask you this question later on, but we might as well just hop into it right now. Yeah, I mean. 2014, number one, or number one quarterback off the board was Bortles at number three to the Jaguars. 2015, Winston went one, and Mariota went two. If you had your choice between Bortles, Winston, Mariota, Wentz, and Goff, rank them in order. I would go Jameis, Goff. Mariota, Wentz, Bortles. Bortles. Yeah. But you go Mariota not having Chip Kelly as your coach. If, if, Chip, Kelly if Chip Kelly was our coach, would I take Mariota? Mariota? You take him one? Um, Actually, the more I watch Wentz, I think Wentz would have been a really good fit for Chip. Yeah. He's mobile. He's already did the uh, the read options a little bit at uh at North Dakota State. Yeah, that North Dakota State offense was brutal to watch. It is brutal to watch, but the thing that's great about it is that it's a pro-style offense, mm-hmm. West Coast offense. He was that's, – that's one of the underrated parts of Wentz. You can watch him throw the football. He looks pretty good throwing. He looks like he has a good arm. I love the fact that he came from an offense that's based on an NFL offense. He's used to reading defenses, uh, audibling out of packages, um, making quick decisions on whether he wants to hand the ball off or uh, keep it. Um, he's athletic enough to run. I think – I think that is going to make his transition into, you know, th- I mean, really the Eagles are going to turn to a West Coast offense because that's what Andy and, and Doug ran in, K- in uh, Kansas City. So I think, I, think, I think Peterson and Wentz are a damn near perfect fit. So. Yeah, and we saw we heard uh, the North Dakota State coach yesterday. He was on uh, – Mike Missanelli. With our boy Mikey Miss. Mikey Miss. He, um, he was talking about how – Wentz really was the guy there. He would have his chance. He would huddle up every single play. Something that's going to be great to see. We haven't seen a, us huddle in, what, three years? It's I'm going to be, be shell-shocked. Weird. It's going to be a slow system. I really like it. I really think it's going to be a good change of pace. 
And I think it's really just going to benefit our entire offensive line. Jason Kelsey, you saw him get worn down. You saw Jason Peters get worn down, especially for his yep. age. Kept on running and running and running. And this you will saw he quit at the end of last year. This will preserve Jason Peters' career for another two years, yeah, probably. He might have two more years in him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you got you – know, I have Brooks along the offensive line. Uh, Kelsey, Peters. Being able to huddle up, slow it down a little bit is only going to help, you know, preserve those guys, guys late in the year, which we – we haven't really seen from Chip, so I don't know. Maybe the 49ers will have the same problems as the, yeah, with who's Chip. Who's going to play quarterback for the 49ers is the real question. I don't uh, know doesn't pick up the phone and say, yo, listen, you want Bradford? Take him. Give us a second this year. <laughs> Chip would probably do it, too. Yeah. Give us that pick back. Give us the pick back. So you are not 100% on board with Wentz. No, I'm not. And I want to know I want to know why. Well, the whole my main it's probably the easiest argument to go to is he's a always D one double A quarterback coming into the NFL. I don't think he's going to be ready right now to play at all, which is understandable. Which is, I think what the Eagles I think the Eagles think that too, and that's why they're going to keep Bradford. They're going to have Daniels in place, mm-hmm. but I think the translating that game is going to be very difficult for a guy who only started two years. And we also look at him last season. He missed seven games last season due to injury. Yeah. He did come back in the national championship game. And he won. did want, win it, which was very impressive on like a broken wrist. They said it was about 75%. But I just don't know how this kid's going to come in here from North Dakota State where well, – how many people live in North Dakota State? There's actually uh, – there's, uh, there's more bison than people. Bison like the animal? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's a so, fact. Yeah, so there you go. So he's coming. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a shell shock. No, it's, it, it's, the, a, it's a completely NFL valid NFL. argument. But at the same time, uh, he seems like a guy from what I've read and, and watched. And I saw some senior bowl tapes. He seems like a guy that will, you know, rise above the pressure of, of coming to a big city. Um, at the senior bowl, he, all the analysts were saying that he pretty much came in, commanded respect from his offensive line and his offensive players. And these are players that played at Ohio State. Uh, Alabama, all the big time programs, and he—they said that he was just a leader amongst men, and that's really what I'm ex- as excited as I am by his throwing and athleticism. He seems like he has all the intangibles that you want in a franchise quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to the more interesting dynamic is going to be how this season him and Bradford are going to coexist because. Yeah, I feel like Wentz is going to try and get in there. He's gonna. He knows he's going to be the franchise quarterback going forward. I hope so. But the team already looks at Bradford right now as the guy. We heard all last season these pump up speeches that Bradford <laughs> would give before the games. Yeah, get the teams fired up. He's the leader in there right now. And Carson Wentz, he's going to have to come in there. He's going to have to try and establish leadership that Bradford already has. And these guys are going to. I don't know how they're going to adjust to this. It's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. They're going to have to suck it up. They're going to have to suck it up or they're going to have to get rid of Sam. They're going to have to suck it up. Uh, Yeah, I mean, obviously as a competitor, and he seems like a heck of a competitor, I think he's going to come in and try to battle Sam for that position. And in the end, it's going to push Sam to a level where he hasn't really been pushed before. I mean, he came in as a rookie and was handed the starting position after getting what? How much money did he get? Like 60-some million? I think it was. So he was handed that amount of money to go be the savior of the Rams, and they gave him – ample amount of opportunities to do that last year he comes to philadelphia he's already the starter so it's nice to see them it's nice to see someone push sam bradford and we'll see yeah. if he rises above or kind of cripples down has sam bradford had the worst gig in the nfl i mean he had a new coach what three how many years has he had a new coach four or five of and the six years he's been in the league seven years he's been in the league? 
I don't know. A new system every single year. He's never had success in any system he's ran. <laughs> That's our quarterback, baby. And just when you thought he was kind of figuring it out in Chips Kelly's offense, the last seven games, I know everyone talks about it, but there was a major improvement there. There was. And now Chips gone, and now he's got a new system I know. once again. And now they just they just brought in his replacement. Yeah. And they think that there's actually going to be a guy. I don't know. I don't know. I think but, it's I think it's a ridiculous scenario. And I, I I love how I love how people were like surprised he was outraged. Yeah. He was like he's like yeah he I'm hot. He's like oh, yeah hot yeah I'm hot. I'm mad that they're they brought in my replacement. Like what are you supposed to be like all cheery about it? Yeah. Here's another uh, thing that I keeps on hinting in the back of my head. Has there ever is Carson Wentz going to dress this year? I don't think he's going to. If you're going to have Chase Daniel giving him all that money. Sam Bradford's going to be the starter. You usually dress two quarterbacks, am I right? So Carson Wentz, we're going to we traded a first round, we swapped first round picks. We traded next year's first round pick. We traded a second round pick in 2018. We yep. traded a third round pick and a fourth round pick, all to go up and get this guy. And he's not even going to play. He's not going to dress his first year in the league. Like, That's fine. That's I know fine. you think it's fine, but it doesn't matter. What's this fan base going to this? This is going to be if things go bad for the Eagles, oh, if things turn sour, is going to there's going to be a mu- there's going to be a mutiny. Yeah. Uh, if if things go bad early, they be calling for Wentz because you know how the city is. Yeah, it's so overreactive, and it, hopefully they don't listen to the fans and they stick to their plan. But I mean, if Wentz is looking good, you might as well give him a shot. Yeah, but, but is he going to dress? Probably not. I mean, last year. Was it last year we were talking about Tebow and whether he was going to dress? Yeah, it was preseason last. Yeah. yeah. Thank God he didn't make the team. That would have just been another. <laughs> Could you imagine all the Tebow fans coming oh out my of God. the work? Uh, we need a well, Tebow. The Eagles have to stay in the news somehow, so Tebow just would have been adding to that. It's really amazing how, how much this organization – I feel like when Donovan and Andy wasn't here, they really never made a loud noise. But ever since Andy has left, they're in the news – at the forefront every single offseason. Off it's crazy. I think this will be the last. Like As soon as they find the, the franchise guy, and hopefully Wentz is the franchise guy, I think that will kind of calm down a little bit. Yeah. Can we talk about the deal for a second? Yeah. Because everyone's making it seem like they gave away, like they mortgaged their future to get this guy. And I really do not think they mortgaged their future. They gave up. They swapped first-round picks this year. That's a wash. That doesn't matter. They already have – a two third round picks this year, so they gave up one of them, which is fine. They get a fourth back next year, which is a wash. They give up a first round pick next year, which is going to hurt a little bit. Yeah, but if you get a franchise quarterback, that's all that really matters. You can still build up in other ways, and a, and a second round pick in twenty eighteen. So they spread it out really nicely, and that's what I like the most about this deal is that they're not completely bogged down on one draft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like with Mariota, we talked about this in the past. Would you just trade your whole draft for Mariota? And I'm glad that they didn't do this for Carson Wentz. They spread it out, and I really don't think they gave up that much to get him. What do you think? Uh, if last year, if we were going to trade for Mariota, I do think it was going to be – we heard the rumors. It was, what, three first-round picks, your pick of a person on offense, your pick of a person on defense. It probably would have been Bradford. Wasn't that some like reports that were going around? But It was probably Fletcher for Cox. For the Wentz deal, I really think that Ch- – or Howie did a nice job here. He spread everything out, like you were saying. The thing that this is going to come down to is if he's the guy, none of this matters. If Carson Wentz comes in, if he could be your franchise quarterback, it does none of it matters. None of the picks matter. You found your guy for the future. And Doug uh, Peterson and Howie Roseman, they're going to live and they're going to die in this organization with Carson Wentz. Yep. If, they, if Wentz fails, Howie Roseman's going to be gone. Jeffy Lurie will still be here. Fun. But 
these guys are really putting their eggs in Carson Wentz's basket. So and that's perfectly fine. You yeah. gotta take risks if you want to make it in this in this in this business. And uh, as we all know, quarterbacks the most important position in all of sports. So uh, Carson Wentz being the guy hitching their wagon to Carson Wentz is perfectly fine by me. Uh, you weren't gonna get a quarterback at eight. You might have got a Paxton Lynch, but according to everything I've seen, he was a three-year project. Um, Wentz can hopefully come in next year, or if he's you know looking really good after six or seven games this year, um, I know Philadelphia's gonna be calling for him. Oh, yeah. They're gonna be dying to see what Carson Wentz looks like. And in this day and age, I don't know. Like, I feel like social media and the media and the fans are just like way, way, way too impatient. And we and we saw it with the Sixers. You know, the, the fans were out, or they said the fans were, you know, outcried about Sam Hankey, and then they fire him, and Josh Harris is, like, blown up at the press conference. Like, why would you do this after only three years? He's heading into his biggest offseason ever, and he's kind of shell-shocked. Like, hey, this is what everyone wanted, I thought. I feel like we could see the same thing here with Wentz. Yeah, this is very similar to um, Doug Peterson when he was a starting quarterback when he took over for Donovan. Or and even back was, then, there wasn't that much pressure. There's yeah, no now pressure, from the media. But- I I heard reports that they were pushing for Donovan halfway through the season. Yeah. Yeah, so Doug knows what this is about. He's going to talk to Wentz. He's going to be like, listen, man, I've been in your shoes. I hope he goes to him and says, I've been in the same situation as you. you got to wait your turn. You're not ready right now. But when you are ready, you're going to get this gig, and the city is going to get behind you and hopefully love you. Yeah, and I hope the city uh, doesn't jump on the kid too early. And yeah, that's got to give them time. And that's one of the things I'm a little bit worried about is uh, I'm not like I, I was more worried about it yesterday when the trade went down. But as I read more stuff, he seems like a guy who kind of lives in the moment and lives for the big stage. Really, um, I was really worried about how he's going to come from North Dakota to Philadelphia and going from he said I was watching some interview where he loves being in the woods. He loves getting away from everything. Him and Fletcher Cox can be hanging out. Him, Benny Lowe. Yeah, it's a <laughs> great TV show. Little Benny Lowe. So, uh, so I'm definitely a little worried about him coming to a big city. But his coach seemed pretty reassuring, even though he said he's not used to it. Um, but he's been he's been the big man on campus since he was, you know, a junior. So, um, I don't know. I'm excited. I think his, I think the coach he sold me pretty well. He did. He did. And if you haven't heard the if you haven't heard heard the interview, go to nine seven five the fanatic dot com check out the interview with mike missinelli mike probably the best interviewer in the biz probably yeah. he is he's great uh sat down with the north dakota state head coach and just gave a really good interview into the insight into the psyche of carson wentz so uh carson wentz isn't it isn't it a weird but semi-satisfying feeling that they kind of have their guy for the next seven eight years well, maybe even a decade guy, i know but you, you're not going to really Say he turns out to be the guy, even like a good quarterback, you, you feel reassured having a young guy as your quarterback. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be weird. When they, when they brought in Bradford, even though many people thought maybe he could be the guy, in a lot of people's heads they're like, we still don't have the guy. Carson Wentz, he's going to be the guy. If it works out, then great. If not, we still need to find the guy, but that's going to be a wait-and-see process. And I think we have what? How long do you give him? Four to five years? Uh well, are you are you considering his first first, first year a wash? Year, first year, maybe first two years. Say he doesn't play, he comes in year three, takes over. It's not going to be pretty. Obviously, his first year. I don't know if it's going to. Well, be. it might be. Yeah, he might come in and kill it. I don't see. I don't think we can say right now. Nope, not going to be good first year. 
The problem is, is he's already 23. Yeah. Which well, I wish he was a... 23, I mean... What? In quarterback age? No, I mean, yeah. I mean, Romo's 36, and he's still getting it done. Yeah. Brady's 39, still getting it done. So, um, are you worried at all about him? Uh, I know you've watched a good amount of tape on him. Uh, and When he rolls and runs... Are you worried at all about him trying to run over NFL linebackers and getting hurt? Yeah, it does scare me. I don't think the defenses he plays at one double A were anything near what he's going to be seeing in the NFL. You don't say. And these guys, these guys, these NFL linebackers are going take. to crush. Scorching hot yeah, take, it was Nick. A great hot take, wasn't it? Didn't you like that? I've been saving that one all show. Are uh, you telling me? <laughs> but no, he's going to get crushed in the NFL if he does this stuff. No, I know. And that's going to be the first thing they're going to tell him. They're going to say, "Listen, slide. You, you got to slide. Please you gotta God, get down." They're gonna. They probably take him in first day, show him the tape, and say, "This cannot happen here, or you're gonna die. You're you're going to get crushed." Because he's not as big as Cam Newton. No, Cam is huge. Yeah, and Cam's an unreal athlete, freak athlete. Yeah, uh, and Andrew Luck, you saw him last year. I mean, he's a tough son of a bitch. So is Carson Wentz. He had a lacerated kidney yeah. from all this. So he, just give him a tape of Russell Wilson. <laughs> And uh, let him watch that. Don't give him Michael Vick's tape. Do not touch a Michael Vick <laughs> or a Kevin Cobb tape. Just don't even look Cobb. at Kevin Cobb. <laughs> Remember he was supposed to be the franchise guy? Yeah, that was fun. I, I still can't believe that that we convinced the Cardinals that he was the next Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he just had to sit behind Donovan for two years. Yeah, and what was the contract he got? Something He got something near Bradford. I money. think it was like 60-something million, yeah. yeah. Him and Bradford are absolutely robbed the NFL. Kevin, Kevin Cobb, Cobb isn't even in the league anymore. <laughs> he got that. What did he get knocked at? What did, didn't concussion. He, get, he has had a lot of concussion yeah, problems. He got banged up. Oh my god! I, I forget. There, I was there in 2010 when he it was his first start, and then when they were wearing the uh, Kelly Green. Kelly Green, it was beautiful, thing of glory. And then Michael Vick came in and almost brought them back against the Packers. Oh, who the Mike I'm Vick pretty year. sure went on to win the Super Bowl that season. They did. That's when that's when uh, Vick threw in the end zone in the uh, division title game oh. or uh, in the, the divisional weekend game to Riley Cooper. R.I.P. Riley Cooper career. <laughs> is oh. he gonna? He's not gonna go anywhere, is he? Not probably San Fran. He's great blocking. San Fran, great blocking. He's a great <laughs> blocking wide receiver. That's why he kept around for two freaking years. Oh my god, I can't believe he was actually a starting wide receiver for the for us. Remember when he scored eight? What do you have? Eight, nine touchdowns with Nicky well, Foles. <laughs> Nicky six. Nicky six. Nicky six. I can't I believe he he had, he went twenty-seven and two, and now he's struggling to find work. Is he? A, he's still on the Rams. Mm-hmm. They just signed to a didn't they sign to an extension too like twenty some million? Yeah, he did get like three years. Was it three, four years? I think it was after he beat the Seahawks. Like, yep, you're a guy. Yeah, you're a guy. Good call. Oh my god, so many bad quarterback contracts. Let's hope that doesn't happen with Carson Wentz. What number do you want Carson wearing on the low? Mm -hmm. Because I'm pretty, I'm pretty stuck on one number, and that's number twelve. You want twelve? I feel like all great quarterbacks wear twelve. Except the problem is, is that that's Randall's number. Can you give him Randall's number? Yeah, you can give him Randall's number. Yeah? Because you, be you never watched him. I know. I never saw Randall play. But, I mean, he's really the second franchise quarterback we've had since Randall, could you say? Besides Donovan? It went Randall, Donovan. And now Carson. Cobb? Cobb, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, just, it's, like, it's like crazy, the quarterbacks, after, after uh, Donovan. I mean, you went Cobb, who was young enough to, be, who, to think that he's the guy, and then – for some reason, we hitched our wagon to Mike Vick, who we knew he was fatally flawed. Yep. Uh, and then they bring in Bradford, another kind of hurt, <laughs> damaged goods quarterback. It just we haven't had a solid, solid franchise quarterback until now. And I think that's why I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Because we haven't had the guy. And he might not be the guy yet. And I, under, I understand people are all, whatever, like down on Carson Wentz. I don't care. I was all aboard the golf train. 
all week. Oh yeah, it was insane actually. You were I, I knew it. I knew you were gonna get your hopes up as soon as you got your hopes up. Look, bam, trade. Well, no, you know, you know my story, right? Anyone who I like uh, automatically is not gonna be on my team. Or no, anyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ben so Simmons is done. And anyone who I don't want is automatically on my team. Like I didn't want Okafor, a bit of Okafor. And of course he's a sixer. You are a huge Okafor fan in some way. No, it's not. I always jump on hype, hype trains. Yeah, you are a hype train. <laughs> I am the hype train. I just want to let you know that. I drive hype Hop trains. Hop Fritz is back on the hype train. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I automatically fall for every quarterback. I just want to let you know that, too. Yeah. I probably talked myself in 2010 into Mike Vick being an MVP candidate. He did kill it. He I was actually unbelievable. He was, that was an unbelievable season. Him, Deshaun Jackson, LaShawn McCoy with Big Reed. Those three guys, they love the Andy. I know. That, was, that was awesome, man. And that's what they say about that's what they've said about Peterson so far is that he's a younger, funner Andy Reid, which yeah. I will freaking take. If oh, you're yeah. if you're Andy, just don't just don't choke away in the big game like Andy. Uh and we'll be good. We'll be yeah. good, Dougie. And it's just like it's a you just didn't say it with Chip at all. No, and you, even even yesterday when they were like, Yeah, we talked to Sam before explaining everything, I thought that was insanely different than what Chip would have done. Yeah. I feel like Chip would have just been in his office like, Yep, okay. Well, Sam, sorry buddy. Sorry, buddy. Oh <laughs> Sam would be gone if Chip was here and they were trying to make this move to go get Wentz. I'm surprised I'm shocked that Chip Kelly didn't make a move up try to make a move up to go grab one of Supposedly guys. he was thinking about it. Um Do they stay put at seven and grab packs and lunch? I don't think they'll take a quarterback now. No, I think I, I think if golf got to them, yeah. they would have absolutely taken him. Um, but now, no. I think at seven they'll probably go. I've seen a lot of DeForest Buckner to them. Yeah, I I talked to our buddy Hurd, and he wanted he was saying that um, he was saying that Buckner could go to the Ravens because he's a three four played the three four at Oregon. Ravens won the three four, and I was talking to him. I said, "What about Joey Bosa?" And he said, "No, nah, he's not a Bosa. He's not a fan of Bosa. Bosa's a four three, but." What about Cleveland at now at eight? Could they take packs and lunch? I think that's a realistic possibility now with them having a hundred. Well, they have six picks in the top one hundred now after this trade. I, I think know. they can afford to take a quarterback at eight and packs and lunch. I think he's going to be the next Ben Roethlisberger. What do you think? Oh, you know, I was I was first on the packs and lunch like trade. At thirteen, I was like packs and lunch, my guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I talked myself into any every quarterback ever, so don't be surprised when i talk about Wentz being a future hall of fame it took me it took me a minute and a half i think after the trade to be like yep yeah, yeah. superstar you went from golf to Wentz, like no 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 don't say that don't say that i'm still golf i still okay. love golf uh don't you wish like golf would do something so that he would fall to two? like tears acl like, no not even that like <laughs> go like get like a dui or something no that's terrible. be a scumbag do, do something wrong so you can come to philadelphia because i love you and ah uh, dude i do love golf yeah, if we great. were if we were both had a choice of Wentz or golf. Me and me and Nick over here would both take golf, uh, especially because he, he's got the face. Oh, he's gorgeous. Yeah, he's a great. Uh, Jared Goff is a gorgeous <laughs> human being. And he's got like the perfect face for like a franchise quarterback. He's the perfect California quarterback. Yeah, I mean he already played at Cal, regardless. And I hate that people keep bringing up the freaking hands. Right, yeah, small like hands. what are they an eighth of an inch shorter yeah. than? Like that's just stupid. Like he can throw the freaking football. He throws a beautiful football. Wasn't it great when he was on uh, the John Gruden coach camp mm-hmm. and? He was like, I bet you Joe Montana has small hands. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was cracking yeah. up. Gruden's, I like when Gruden does a QB camp. I know. And, I, and I really like the Carson Wentz one. Looking at, yeah, it was a, the Carson Wentz one. I haven't seen the Carson Wentz one, but the Jared Goff one was great. And Gruden's, he's hilarious. I never really watched these quarterback camps until this year when, like, the Eagles actually had a possibility of grabbing one of these guys. And I think Gruden's great. He does a great job with the guys. And I really like the way when Carson Wentz, wasn't he talking about how 
What was the part of Carson Wentz? I'm losing it here. Um, <laughs> when he's still, uh, are you talking about like when he's in the room or out in the field? No, in the room. In the room. Was he breaking down a play? I think it was when he was talking about coming from North Dakota State. He said something that I really liked. I'll bring it up here in a minute. But How he doesn't care where he's from, really. Uh, yeah, no, and then Gruden brought him out onto the field. And I guess one of Gruden's main critiques of Carson Wentz was that he was a one – he just hold the ball with one hand, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't grip it with two hands when he was moving around the pocket, so he thought that would cause a lot of strips. And Gruden, uh, to work on this drill, Gruden – you know those pool things you used to – Swinging people in the pool, pool noodles. Yeah, pool, he's yeah, grabbing them. He's just smacking Carson Wentz with it, trying to beat the shit out of him. It was hilarious. Yeah, you gotta um, I don't like his. I don't like him on Monday Night Football, but no. he also broke out a spider two wide banana on. Uh, oh, he went two wide banana. He did ah. with with uh, Carson. That's great. He's a Carson. What I call that play, and Carson's like spider two wide banana. Yeah, you gotta hate that when he does it on Monday yeah. Night Football. He's like seriously, John, you breaking that out on me? Um, this but is, this is crazy i'm just looking at this now sorry i just pulled this up and freshman year in high school yeah. you know carson went size freshman year was he like 5'8 five, 5'8 eight? Five, eight, 120 that's and now insane. he's 6'5 238 that is insane Maybe also he didn't get recruited also yeah he was like not recruited at all because his i think it was his senior year or ju- no junior year he was their quarterback but then he got hurt or something and he played wide receiver oh really yes yeah, to help his team out Wow. Just a, just a pure winner. Yeah, you know what, a winner and do you know what I call that? Grit. Grit. <laughs> We're so, huge fans of grit here. So much grit. Uh, yeah, he, so much grit with Carson Wentz. And then senior year, he was like a really late bloomer. Uh, he's a, he, you know, and people, I know when we were first talking about Carson, you immediately hated him. Uh, you were saying how, like, oh, why didn't he go to a bigger school? I've, I've seen enough as to why I know he didn't go to a bigger school. He's a North Dakota kid. He didn't play quarterback till like his senior year, after being hurt his whole junior year and playing wide receiver. I mean, and plus, I mean, what big time programs and be like, "Yep, I'm gonna go fly to Fargo." Fargo. I, lo- I love how they say Fargo. Fargo. <laughs> Here in Fargo, two hundred thousand people. Uh, and it just like there's no big time program gonna go up there to see a wide receiver turn quarterback. I don't know. I just think it was perfect for him in North Dakota. And his coach was saying, "Did you you listen to the Missinelli interview?" Right? Yeah, I heard it. Yep. What is his coach said that as a scout team? Freshman, he was freshman, shredding he was the, the first best team quarterback they would face. Yeah, and it, and that's it, crazy. And if you're if you're the quarterback before him, coming into his, I guess when when Wentz was a freshman, the guy had won two championships or one. When he was a freshman, I think they have, he was a red he redshirted. Yeah, so. two, two maybe. Well, the they won Wentz's five straight by the Wentz's end of Wentz's first year career. Was the new coach's first year as well? Yeah, so. If you have a guy that's already won two championships working on his third, you're not going to just replace him with Carson. Right. So that's why I'm fine with him waiting till his junior year to play. It's not that he wasn't better than that quarterback who went into Kansas State and beat Bill Snyder and, and the Wildcats. Mm-hmm. as And then Bill Snyder sent a thank you note <laughs> after. Uh, you're not going to replace that guy with a true freshman. So perfectly fine with Carson Wentz waiting until his junior year to play. Um, as you can see on my screen... <laughs> Uh, I have the people. full game of North uh, Northern Iowa, North Dakota State. I woke up at 6 a.m. this morning, and I don't know why. I think I was just <laughs> really excited about Carson yeah. or having the possibility of a franchise quarterback. And I watched this whole game. And I watched this game, and I watched the national championship against uh, Illinois State or Northern Illinois. I don't know, one of those two. Illinois State. And in both games, his team is down, uh, I think, four points or three points in each game. Under two minutes left, 
and against Illinois State, I watched. That was his first year as a starter. He took him down 85 yards in a minute and a half to end up winning the game. He ran in the final touchdown, ran over a guy to do it, uh, making clutch throws all over the field. And against Northern Iowa, he did the same thing, drove him 80 yards in under two minutes. And I really think he has a clutch factor to him, which makes me excited. Yeah, I hope he does. We haven't really seen that in a while. Um, I haven't watched the game, so I couldn't really. I watched half the first half of the Northern Iowa game, oh, which man. was very underwhelming. Because <laughs> he, he like barely threw. Yeah, he barely threw, and when he did, uh, he got he threw an interception, one pass. Yeah, I think he had like two passes dropped, like wide open. He wasn't getting any help from his wide receivers. I'll tell yeah, you that. and he uh, he was putting balls. He was money. putting NFL throws. Remember that one seam pass that he threw, like, uh-huh. and I think the he th- put it right in between the corner and the safety, and the wide receiver just dropped it. He makes he makes some NFL throws. If you go back and actually watch the tape, you'll see a lot of drops. It's bad. Yeah. Um, I was watching some Senior Bowl tapes, and his wide receivers were dropping it in when no one was hitting them. Yeah. So uh, I watched him in the Senior Bowl, and I was he didn't stand out like during the game part. Everyone said that he killed it. All the analysts were saying he Did looked. You watch the, the game, the actual game. I I watched the first drive. It was very to similar to, to like what he did. It, it was a w- bunch of running, and I don't know. I really you can't really judge a senior bowl that much. I think the skill set that he had, the skills that he showed during the workouts and stuff, was more important than what he did in that game because these guys don't play together every day. They don't. They have a yeah. week, what week and a week I have to prepare. Yeah. So are you worried at all? This seems to be another thing people are worried about. Are you worried they only played like twenty three games? Yeah, he's played twenty. He only played what his junior and senior season. Yeah, and he was and he hurt like for seven of them. Thousand less throws, I think it was in Jared Goff. Yeah, and it, are you worried about that? Uh, it it has to be a concern, just the repetitions and the. But why? Reps why? Why does it have to be a concern? Because I look at it as it's just experience. I can see his tools. Yeah, and I can see what I can see the throws that he makes. That, he's not going to get experience. better with the throws. I don't know. I think I think if you see the player, then you know it pretty well. Yeah, I hope that this ju- isn't just a reactionary pick. Where what we've been hearing is. The Eagles aren't going to be in the top 10 again. So now that you're here, you might as well go up and get your guy. I hope that they're not just doing this just to draft a quarterback. I hope they're truly in love with one of these two guys, being Wentz probably it's going to be. And I hope they're not doing this just to say they're trying to get the guy to fit Doug and have Doug have the same thing that Andy had when he started. I hope you know. I hope it doesn't mm-hmm. go like that. Well, they have they have a good a good QB culture mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Which is good to bring in a guy like Carson. With Filippo and yeah, and uh, Frank Reich. Yeah, right. former former Charger. Terp great. Oh, he's a Terp. Oh, he's a Terp. Uh, so all over that. So you know they're gonna be great. <laughs> now Terps are really bad in the NFL. Uh, Except for uh, Diggs, he killed it last season. And Sean Marion, mm-hmm. Merriman, Merriman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, they have a nice little QB. I agree with you. I hope they're not just doing this to do this. And I love how people are already saying like, oh, next year's QB class blows. Yeah, it's like that's what they said about this year's class. So don't give me that crap. It's like that every single year. Next year, year <laughs> don't give me that crap. <laughs> Stop. Steven Singer, the worst. Um, Deshaun, yeah, Steven Singer won't sponsor this podcast. Um, I guess a big QB next year is what, Deshaun Watson? And yeah. I think he's going to go top three. And I can't see the Eagles being top three worst teams in the NFL next year. Well, you hope not. Because they won't have their first round pick. They won't have a first round pick next year anyway. Uh, and the Browns will get it. You know what? I was looking at the top four. Um, quarterbacks taken in like the past five six drafts mm-hmm. and speaking of light drop or like top heavy draft classes i think this as a quarterback scene uh it's very i think there's more talent at the quarterback level this year than there was last year and definitely not to you mean depth wise right depth wise well last year you had winston go first mario to go to two franchise guys can you name the third 
You can, but you're going to say, oh, like, you know it is. You probably convince yourself he'd be good. At some point in my life, I convinced myself. Yeah, he's from Colorado State. Oh, I did. I love yeah, this guy. Wasn't it Grayson? Grayson. Oh, my God. He's a saint. Oh, my God. I remember watching his tape, and I was like, he's 6'6", got a hose, bring him in. Uh, and he's on the Chargers now, right? Uh, or no, he's on the uh, he's on the uh, Saints. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did talk myself into him yeah. for a little bit. And then the year before that, it was Bortles, Manziel, Bridgewater, and Derek Carr. So three guy, three of the four guys there are going to be Derek Carr is great. They're all franchise quarterbacks. Too, I love Derek Carr. Derek Carr is awesome. I think Jared Goff reminds me most of Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. I like. I think that's his, like his comp going forward. I think Derek Carr is going to end up being a top I hear eight a lot quarterback. Of him like Tannehill comparison golf. Which Go- I mean, Tannehill really? I think he's he's smaller than Tannehill. Tannehill and Wentz remind me a little yeah. bit of each other. Which is scary because I don't like Tannehill. You can't. Th- I think I think Wentz throws a better deep ball. Yeah, Tannehill throws a terrible. Tannehill deep can ball. he? They the way they run the run around and do that is kind of similar. But another thing about Wentz, the knock when I was watching his tape, he holds on to the ball forever. He never gets. He yeah, doesn't I know. get rid of it. He struggles. Like, he I know. runs the read option a lot, which he keeps it, and then he kind of like runs around in the backfield. On at least in the Northern Iowa tape, I'd have to watch more, and I'm just. Ju- Judging it off the 20 minutes of tape I watched, but yeah. that Always. could be scary going forward. No, yeah, and I agree with you, but at the same time, I like that his eyes are always looking downfield, yep. and he's always looking for the right play, so I'm sure in the NFL, Doug and them will work on him being like, listen, here's a quick read, and when he does make a quick read, it's mm-hmm. it's it's good. Yeah. He, he's pretty smart, and the angle we really haven't talked about yet, which I'm surprised uh, we've gotten 37 minutes in this podcast, and I haven't brought out this hot take yet. Right, here we go. The Browns suck, and yeah. they're cursed. Okay. Well, no, they have the new baseball guy. What's do you know? John. John. Uh, no, it's it's. Uh, I tweeted it this morning. <laughs> the Browns are turning it around. I'm telling you. You can say that, but they also could have just passed up their franchise quarterback. Well, I mean, they could have been outsmarted all of us and said, "Ha ha, look at you guys." They could have. They could have. What? Hold on, one second. I have his name. He's from Moneyball. Oh, Paul D. Podesta, from the Mets, mm-hmm. who was in Moneyball, and he is who Jonah Hill played. Oh, that's him. <laughs> yeah. I saw your tweet this morning with like the. The fist bump. Yeah, Hill. that was that's a great Jonah Hill. I can't believe Jonah Hill was in Moneyball. Yeah, and speaking of Moneyball, uh, I tweeted this last night after a few PBRs, <laughs> and uh, and and Billy Bean is probably the most overrated GM in the history of sports. Where and is that, he now? Is he Boston still? No, he's, he's still in Oakland. Oakland. Yeah, who went to Boston? No one. Well, I mean, Theo Epstein was after. He was uh, offered by. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, Billy Bean blows. Yeah. And he sucks. And I can't believe people give him all his credit. I feel like they just try to do the Moneyball thing every year, but they never like once they have something, they tear it down. Moneyball is the most flawed movie yeah. of all time. They had a top four of Tim Hudson, Mark Mulder, <laughs> Rich Harden, and Barry Zito, yeah. all at 24 years old. They don't bring up that they had Eric Chavez and Miguel Tejada already there. He brings in Scott Hatterberg. Congratulations. <laughs> and the other one was the other one was Jason Giambi, who he cut halfway through the year. And the Did other one was the Phillies. What was he? Traded to the Phillies? Yeah. Jason Jambi? Bro, that's, no, it wasn't no, Jason. It was Jeremy. Brother, Jeremy Jambi. Jeremy Jambi. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, the Phillies. How about that win last night? Stop. I can't. They're trying to steal the Eagles' headlines. Well, they're 7-9, and nine, and they've been playing good baseball. Over now. of 65. Oh, that's a lot, dude. Should have put my tuition put, on it. Yeah. All right. Should have put my debt with Carf on it. Yeah? Yeah, I'm still Stop. trying to pay that. Stop. Uh, so, Carson Wentz, he's an Eagle. Nick... Are you excited yet? Yeah, I'm on board. I yeah, mean, yeah, I have to be. It only I mean, took you what a day? Yeah, a day. I mean, it only took you, you have to. This is what you have to do as an Eagles fan. This is a at first, no one might. I mean, majority of the people probably out there probably hesitated. They said, "No, mortgage in the future." But you got you're not mortgage in the future. You're not. You're right. going out and you're getting the franchise quarterback, something that we've longed for since Donovan McNabb. 
Let's hope it works out. Who knows? Still got a lot to see. We got, he's, still got, he's still got a lot of proof to himself and to this organization, which I hope he can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. But everything I've read with him and the tape I've watched, I mean, it's just I'm, I'm really excited for Carson Wentz to get here because I think he has he has the feel of a franchise quarterback. Now, here, let me – going off of that, I – from a skill set level – do you think the Rams take Jared Goff number one because he's ready to come in right now and contribute? Something that the Rams desperately need. As soon as they moved to Los Angeles, they had to make a splash. That's exactly yep. what they did. By I thought they might have signed Peyton. Peyton? To just, make a splash. Just for a year and be like, Peyton, come in and yeah. try and win one with us. Yeah. But I think that they bring in Goff because Goff, 100%, I think, is going to be more ready to play in the NFL right now than Carson Wentz is. And he's going to step in day one. That backfield of him and Gurley is going to be dynamic. Mm-hmm. And Great defense. Great, great young defense. defense. Yeah. So I think he was he fits what they're looking for more in, in the terms of getting a starter right now. Because Goff is going to be a project, or Wentz is going to be a project, and they don't have anybody like Sam Bradford or Chase Daniel in place to put Wentz behind. I'm not 100% sure that Wentz is going to be this big project. You don't, He's going to be... I think Third I think he has year, right? some good translatable skills already. Yeah, I think he's going to have a little bit of an adjustment period, obviously from uh, D one AA to the NFL. But I think the tools are there for a pretty quick transition. Uh, he was already under center a lot. Mm-hmm. He's used to being in the shotgun. See, Jared Goff's coming from a uh, up tempo, fast read and react kind of system. I think he's definitely the most pro ready quarterback in this draft. Yep. So yes, I think they're taking I think they're taking Goff because he has the highest floor. But I think Wentz has the highest ceiling. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, 100% agree on that. I just, um, with Wentz, the reason I, like, I, you don't think he's going to be the bigger project. He could be. Who knows? But just the aspect we have in place now, Bradford's getting, what, $11 million. Daniels is getting, what, 12 He's getting $11 million right, now, right now. And if they trade him before July, June 1st? June 1st. Then it goes down to five and a half million. Yeah, they had like until like March eighteenth, like to trade him without any yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But just I think just with the money that There's they have, fifty eight million, fifty eight million guaranteed in quarterbacks right now. Yeah, after they get one, I saw someone tweeted out. I should have. I think it was Jiglio. Jiglio was it like a breakdown of each team and like how much uh, the no. cap impact's going to be this year? Oh uh, no, he was the saying Eagles how like fifth or sixth highest. Which he was saying how the Eagles owe their quarterbacks fifty eight million guaranteed, and Rodgers is getting fifty four million guaranteed. Yeah, and I saw like. The Eagles have like twenty two million invested this year, regardless of who they take with number two. Yeah. And then Big Ben's getting like twenty three million this year at You mean Big Ben equals Carson Wentz? Mm, I mean Paxton Lynch equals I don't know. Big Paxton's ben. great. I love Paxton. He has the biggest arm in the draft, but Wentz has a lot of the same he, Wentz, I feel like the thing I l- love also about <laughs> Wentz, I know we're like going on here, yeah. going on and on. Sorry. I love that he's built. Like a franchise quarterback, like he's big, six five, mm-hmm. two hundred thirty pounds. Like he's it's, he's he's tough to bring down Northern or uh, North Dakota State. He's gonna be tough to bring down the NFL as he puts on more weight. I mean, Big Ben's fat as shit. Yeah, he's huge. He <laughs> yeah. got huge too. Yeah, and but when he came out, like when he came out, he was a little bit mobile and ran a oh, little yeah, bit. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, I love Big, Big Ben. Ben was awesome, man. I and really hated that it was a steal, but he was awesome to watch. And I feel like Wentz is a kind of a he might be faster than Big Ben coming out, mm-hmm. but I think Big Ben has a bigger arm. Oh, yeah, so yeah, they definitely awesome. remind me a lot of each other. And Bortles, I'd I'd take Bortles if if, if Carson Wentz turns into as good as Blake Bortles yeah. is. Uh, Bortles is only getting better too. Yeah, the Jaguars are on Jaguars on the rise. Oh yeah, they're, they're on great. the come. They need the uh, 
they need to take Miles Jack in this draft to solidify like a captain, like a guy to build around on that defense. Speaking of mock drafts, we're gonna get into a big mock draft podcast next week. Yeah. But Miles yeah. Jack loved Miles Jack at the at the eighth pick of the Eagles could get there. Um, we'll we'll break down a full first round mock draft. Me, Nick, our friend Matt Hurd, who is a self proclaimed draft guru. Um, but that's gonna do it for us here on the first. Was well, the day after the semi hot take Carson Wentz podcast? Uh, it was fun. Hopefully Carson Wentz turns into the guy that we hope can lead this franchise for the next decade. And uh, yeah, let's go. Number twelve, Carson Wentz. Let's go, baby. Taking over for Randall Cunningham. Thanks for having me, Jack. Yeah, of course, Nikki. Six <laughs> more of this to come soon. Definitely. All right.